எல்லாருக்கும் வணக்கம் இதுவரைக்கும் நம்ம வந்து அம்மாவை கோஷல் நம்ம சென்னை எஃப்சியோட சிடிஎவ் கூட வந்து பேசிகிட்டு இருந்தோம் நிறைய கேள்விகள் கேட்டிருந்தோம் அவரும் நல்லா பதில் சொன்னார் ஸோ கேட்டவங்க எல்லாருக்கும் ரொம்ப ரொம்ப நன்றி கண்டிப்பாக வந்து இந்த பாட்காஸ்ட் அப்படியே வந்து எல்லாருக்கும் ஷேர் பண்ணுங்கள் அவங்களோட வியூஸு அவங்களோட ரிவ்யூஸ் எல்லாமே வந்து எங்களுக்கு கொடுங்க ஸோ அதுக்கேற்ற மாதிரி நாங்கள் நெக்ஸ்ட்டு வந்து இன்னும் பெட்டராக பண்ணுவோம் ஸோ நம்ம வந்து இங்கே விட்டோமோ அங்கேருந்தே அப்படியே வந்து நம்மளோட கேள்விகள் கிளப்பு பற்றின டீட்டெயில்ஸு அதுக்கப்புறம் எல்லோரும் ஆவலாக வெயிட் பண்ணுற அந்த ட்ரான்ஸ்ஃபர் அதை பற்றிலாம் வந்து இந்த எபிசோடில் வந்து நம்ம பார்க்க போகிறோம் ஸோ வந்து கே கேளுங்க you know i i was uh, wondering about something uh, we we have a certain template on how we recruit the the head coach uh, you know he he must have put some miles around with uh, you know have coached in a lot of different leagues and uh, you know all of those other factors and uh, something that came to my mind was uh, after six seasons uh, we had done quite a lot of um, you know foreign players coming in and going out understandably so because of the shorter nature of the ISL and um, in recent years it has been stretched but uh, you know not up to the standards of other leagues all round and uh, you know obviously that affects uh, the players and how they should play and uh, you know they should hit the ground running and all that so um, you know all all that aspects are there but um we have to agree that uh, there there have been a lot of the signings that uh, you know a uh, lot of the people wouldn't uh, recall or remember while there are uh, there are quite, quite a few who they will remember by and um, now that we have come to season 6 have we formed a kind of template on the football that we are going to play and by extension have we formed a kind of template for you know these are the kind of players that we are looking for so um you know not um not not just uh, picking players um fr- from a specific league or something like that but uh, picking players who have uh, you know specific who can play specific roles uh, say someone like shembri who is who can play uh, in all the roles uh, up front and um, you know who can even uh, play central defensive mid where he ma- uh, he man marked uh, pirlo and all that so have we uh, made that transition uh, you know in terms of recruitment where we have certain mold and uh, you know uh, certain uh, restrictions and filters for the players as well just like we do for the coaches right i think uh, i touched on it very briefly uh, in, uh, in one of the chats i mean one of the previous questions where i said that you know for a playing philosophy to evolve anywhere in an is team you need a longer season because that will give you more time to have both coaches and players on longer contracts so that he can both the coaches and players get more time on the training field get more time in terms of matches to get a playing philosophy in place and and i think uh, the one club that have done it is fc goa so far uh, it remains to be seen whether they can continue that under the new coach even though it's spanish what i can say is a standard template again for the foreigners is a bit similar to the foreign coach and again the reason is uh, in terms of training and playing a foreigner in india spends probably 90 minutes or 2 hours a day but the rest of the day he has to find ways to be at peace living in india and that is why we always look at the template of uh, foreigners who have played in different countries who are willing to embrace the culture and also like you mentioned skembri one of the factors uh, why we signed skembri as well was 
he was a bit like in the mold of a caldi or for a seren where he can take indian players younger players under his wing and motivate them uh, and show them the way in terms of how to conduct uh, on the field and off the field so that is also a certain amount of expectation we keep from the foreign uh, players knowing that especially when we know that uh, you know somebody like a shambri who pro- who came on a short term contract we felt that this was also an important aspect because uh, if you see our indian core it is still quite young i think most of them are under the age of 25 or younger so it gives them a great uh, sort of a motivation and a great sort of direction when they have uh, you know individuals like askembri krivelaro uh, goyan uh, even eli with the experience they have had having played in different countries embraced different cultures uh, having had setbacks as younger players in their career so i think in terms of template uh, of the of the field and as a cv we do have a template that is similar to uh, that which we have for a coach but in terms of a playing philosophy i think it is it will probably be giving a false promise if we say no we have a playing style in place uh, when we know that the season break in india uh, irrespective of the corona virus was longer than the season and until that is resolved it will always be a challenge technically for the players and coaches whether indian or foreign to be having a consistent style of play because if you don't work on it week in week out for 9 10 months like it happens everywhere in the world it is very unfair to expect that because like i said when once it's a 5 6 month season with effectively one domestic competition the pressure is to get the results unlike unlike the youth teams where we encourage uh, youngsters to make mistakes to learn from mistakes a bit more the senior team is effectively the results are the most important thing i know that as fans we would like to see good football as well which we actually got to see uh, i think uh, as a club all neutrals also like the way we played under owen but like i said to have that consistent playing style evolve and get better the season has to be longer but as a club we we want to be consistent on that regard also there is an endeavor there uh, because when uh, uh, when we recruit the players for the youth team or the coaches for the youth team there is always uh you know an emphasis that they should be watching and attending the trainings and games of the senior team whenever possible so that that transition is smoother but yes uh we still have a long way in terms of having a tactical and a technical philosophy that's going to be set in stone for a for the coming years i think we still have some work to do on that front both as a club and overall uh, indian football as well yeah um i think uh, that pretty much uh, you know um, cleared what i had in mind and uh, you know hopefully we make a uh, signing similar to what we did with uh, enrique sereno and uh, caldron and all that you know um, when when we see uh, the social media presence and uh, all the fans from their previous clubs you know they have um, only only the good stuff to talk about them and how they are absolute leaders and all that so i hope we we do keep up with that and uh, you know pull similar players who will inspire our uh, indian players to do well and aim, aim higher and uh, you know i think uh, that, that that's that's the expectation from a uh, from us as fans as well you know to see such players come in and help out others here um i think uh, shriram wanted to uh, ask something uh, shriram yeah 
uh yeah hi um yeah so like uh, amoy you spoke about you know the club having a vision and you know uh, following a particular principle and also have some philosophies about that and uh you know as well like uh, we actually went to watch few of the reserve uh, team games and and you know we you know saw and we supported for them as well and we wanted to you know like you know see one of them coming up through the ranks and also i remember uh, bedo uh, coming up through the ranks from the reserve team and he went on to play for the uh, main team as well and i uh, also like on one of the interviews with the reserve team coach uh, santosh we asked about you know what is the actual purpose of uh, keeping up a reserve team and he mentioned something like you know uh, this is actually just to nurture the talent and we don't care about the results you know it, we all we want to do is like we want to nurture the young people and we want to bring up the ranks you know keep up uh, you know pushing up people from the reserve team to the main team and uh, yes that did happen like you know we had bedo coming up the ranks and we did uh, see a fine fine quality players such as aman and uh, prabeen in the reserve team so uh, can you just uh, uh, shed a light on something you know like why these people think come up the ranks and you know what is the thought process going on within the first team or the coaches you know how the transition happens uh, regarding this right so i will uh, first touch on a couple of challenges uh, that we as a club face with you know uh, any team uh, below the senior team uh, one of the challenges is a national challenge and one of the challenges is more connected to football in chennai so i will tell you the national one first is that if you see the isl and the i league and anything beneath that there are not enough games all over the country maybe except goa or calcutta where the teams starting from 13s 15s 18s to the b team there are not enough competitions in india where they get enough game time and that is the reason why if you see all over the league as well despite you know a lot of investment from most of the isl teams that not many b team players have made it yet to the senior team because the gap between i league second division which the b team plays Uh, the gap between the i league second division and the isl and even the i league second division and the i league is so big that it is unfair on the for, on the senior team coaching staff to expect them to you know immediately take a player from the b team and put in the uh, senior team because when the training is happening the the gap is visible between a player playing for the b team he might be superbly talented but because he has hasn't had the comp competition of 2025 games a season at that intensity the the gap in training is visible and then it becomes a case where the senior team coach is expected to deliver results so does he he delivers or does he you know do a good uh, promotion for the club's b team by uh, starting four b team players in a crucial game so as a club we don't try to impose that on the you know the senior team head coach and at the same time we are talking to to the league we are talking to aiff even to the local association of how we can increase more games for the youth teams and now i come to a problem that is more within tamil nadu and i'm sure uh, all of you will be aware of it is the fact that we haven't had a local league for the last three seasons and one of the initial ideas we had when we started the b team was we wanted to play in the local chennai league so imagine the players you mentioned whether it's aman whether it's remy 
there is a 17 18 year old if they would be playing against real men uh, because all these chennai league teams have players between the age of 25 and 30 or even older and the amount of exposure they, that they would have got playing in those uh, games and those number of games as compared to just playing a few games in the second division i league and maybe the durand cup and maybe the odd tournament here and there so that is where as a club we have missed out on because the local ecosystem should be better and i'm not denying that as a club also we have to do more in making sure the local ecosystem gets better but we did as an alternative was we we started loaning out players to the i league and if you remember we we loaned other than uh, other than aman chetri who was loaned out to the indian arrows we had loaned out six other players to the indian arrows in the middle of the season uh, last season with i think almost uh, half of them playing a lot of games and uh, i personally feel a lot of them have a great chance of uh, being in the senior team next season uh, depending on how things go but at the same time i think as a club when we take young it is there is no guarantee that that young player will make it as a professional and at the same time there is no guarantee that that young player will make it in our club but what we try to do is we try to make sure that when we take a 17 18 year old and when he reaches the age of 20 21 he becomes a full professional either in cfc or somewhere else in india so if you see the five boys we took in 2016 two of them still play for us and the national team Odo is playing in the ISL. Uh, Beda is in the I League, and Prashanjit was also. So I think that gives us a lot of satisfaction, and we want to keep doing that with the current batches also. At the same time, because uh, education is a key factor for age groups of 13 and 15, we still try to limit it to players within Tamil Nadu. Because, as I said, as a six-year-old club, we still are taking baby steps in terms of where and how to invest. uh also we are learning the best practices from around the world in terms of how to take one step at a time and improve but to go back to your original question there is a big endeavor and uh, uh, a big uh, you know uh, a priority for the club that most of these b team players go on to play for the senior team but we want to make it a gradual progress a uh, gradual process we don't want to force an 18 year old to owen coil or to the senior uh, to the uh, to Alexander Stewart or Shabir to force them to make a 18 year old play in the senior team. So if I go back to the case of Jerry and Thapa, we had made all five players available to Matarazi in a training or in a two three days of training session. And after the first day, I think first half an hour of the first session, immediately Matarazi told us Jerry and Thapa are ready for ISL. And that is more down to the individual quality of those two players. But if you see Jerry and Thapa, how they played, especially Jerry, how he played first season, he won the Emerging Player of the Year award. But it was the loan spell at DSK Shivajians that made him a better player, a matured player that was part of a winning squad in 17-18. Similarly, Thapa had a good loan spell at Minerva. And if you see with Dinliana, he came from the I League, having done well in the Mizoram League as well. But if you see Dinliana second half of 19-18-19 uh, season. and second half of 1920 season you will see the maturity in dinliana because he has had that first season out of the way we would have liked dinliana to uh, you know play that first season in the i league but unfortunately there are not enough clubs also in the i league that have a requirement of the isl so the question goes back to improving the ecosystem to have a proper organized loan system 
for these B team players to make the transition from youth to senior. I think what is encouraging is that there is a B team which wasn't uh, at the start of 2017. I think most ISL teams have a B team now. But like I said, we are as a club and as a whole Indian football fraternity, we have to work harder and do a lot more for players between the age of 18 and 20. That they get the right preparation, the right football education for them to be ready to the senior team and not be a case you know, where they make one appearance as a teenager and then are nowhere to be seen. We don't want that to happen. So we want to make it a gradual process. Yeah, I think um, you know, you, you've uh, touched upon the uh, problem that uh, we, we face with regards to uh, a lack of game time uh, for the uh, the emerging uh, players, for the uh, age category players and all that. So, naturally, the question uh, heads heads out next to what uh, Chennai NFC as a, as a club can do uh, for, uh, you know, uh, the local league, the Chennai league and, uh, you know, how, how we go about and, uh, you know, trying to scout players from various parts of uh, Tamil Nadu because, um, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of hotspots where uh, football uh, is the main sport, unlike cricket. Uh, you know, cricket is consumed in uh, a lot of the areas, but football is the mainstay in some of the areas. For example, uh, Tutur or, uh, you know, Kyle Putnam. So, we, we have a lot of these hotspots where, uh, you know, football is uh, as close to uh, the people as, you know, uh, you would say a Brazil. Or even in India, like Kerala or uh, Kolkata. So, are we? Uh, wh- what exactly are we doing to, uh, you know, pull the talents from those areas? And uh, what are the challenges that we face? Uh, you know, where uh, can can we, you know, directly pull in some players who play there uh, and uh, you know give them a trial in Chennai NFC? Or are there some roadblocks? Uh, like you know, they have to. Uh, fit some criteria before they uh, they can be signed by the club. So th- that is one that is one side of the uh, coin, and the other side is uh, what are we uh, doing to leverage all this talent, uh, you know, from schools, colleges, and university across Tamil Nadu. So what are the steps that we are uh, doing to uh, get them up to speed? and uh, you know sort of emulate what is happening in in a goa local circuit or a kolkata or kerala so um, are, are we um, trying to do some something that is unique to tamil nadu and uh, you know implementing that so um, what is the thought process and what, how are we approaching about uh, this problem right uh, i know it's uh, again uh, today happens to be the birthday of uh, one of the key success stories of our youth uh, projects uh, so far. Uh, Mohammad Liakat, I'm sure you guys are aware, uh, he, he has come through the system where he was scouted for the under-13 team. And now he's currently with the India under-15 team. I think uh, he turned uh, 16 today. And uh, the thing is that, you know, like you said, uh, as a club, we have to take more steps and we want to take more steps. And a few steps we which we have taken in the last 12 months is uh, work very closely with AIFF and uh, TNFA to identify uh, solutions in which we can increase the number of games for the age group teams. Uh, This year, I mean, the last season, what we managed to do was we had a 
a local league like under 13 and under 15 local league among teams from tamil nadu so instead of just the aiff league between teams from tamil nadu or maybe some teams from bangalore we had a under 13 and under 15 league just teams from tamil nadu mainly from chennai so that automatically doubled the number of games the under 13 and under 15 teams played the challenge we have in that age group is that because you know there are different boards of education in tamil nadu like in different other states there is a lot of reluctance from the parent and in some case this from the uh, uh, you know from from our own perspective as well where where we don't want to just take a 13 year old who has been studying say in a different district we bring him to chennai and he's unable to adapt to the education in chennai and like i said in uh, if you see the data across world football in a batch of 20 players that you recruit in your youth team usually one or two only make it as a professional so we don't want to take a step where just for the sake of our under 13 and under 15 team we take a kid from a different district and we uh, we make his ed- we put his education at a risk uh, you know because we still don't have a residential program ourselves but yes we are in touch with institutions both at the 13 and 15 level and at college level to look for more tie ups uh, so that you know the education can be a part of what chennai nfc uh, provides to the uh, you know some of the best talent all across tamil nadu i would still say it is early days and a few we did make few strides internally in that area in the last few months uh, uh, with the joint effort of our uh, grassroots team and our commercial team but uh, because of the covid again things have been on hold but we we have that intention to you know make the transition smoother you know like uh i i i studied uh, what they have been doing in uh, japan and in uh, south korea where the university teams are effectively the feeder clubs of the j league and the k league teams and effectively it's been in a similar way if you see most of the players in our under 18s and b teams the tamil players they they usually play for the best college teams in chennai like uh, the one college i know which provides us so sorry the two colleges i know that provides most of our players in those age groups are uh, loyola college and uh, hindustan and we even use the facility of hindustan university uh, for for our b team and under 18 team and uh, the the home games as you know you guys just mentioned have visited as well our home for our iff leagues is ssm college so we have identified that you know there are certain colleges and schools who give priority to sports and especially the ones who give priority to football with a proper uh, full size football pitch so all those discussions are always ongoing but we do still fe- face challenges uh, from authorities level because uh, whether it is the sdat or uh, the tnfa or even the cfa uh, there has to be more involvement from them as well uh, into the football ecosystem i would say it has improved in recent years in some aspect but then again uh, the chennai league hasn't happened which not only affects us but affects so many professional footballers all across the state because their whole livelihood used to depend on the chennai league and most of the tamil players who have done well in the isl have all uh, you know played in the chennai league and done well in the chennai league so as a club we intend to you know do whatever we can at our level to revive those competitions and to increase the game time and at the same time 
you know we are constantly working on increasing more tie ups so that we have a you know a, a smoother feeder system right from schools and colleges uh, to the chennai nfc team yeah so um again uh, you know i, I think uh, we we have uh, touched upon uh, the the points you know uh, you you spoke about uh, how some of the col- colleges uh, you know attract the best players and uh, say uh, they get in through sports quota and uh, you know uh, then they uh, re- then they are identified by some of the clubs and that is how uh, it has been done for other sports and in football as well so that has been the case so um, i really hope the uh, the local football league uh, resumes pretty soon because uh, that's that's a huge platform and um, you, you know you you were rightfully talking about um, goa and uh, i think one of the one of their key uh, factors where you know they they brought in so many of their uh, own goan players is that they had a very successful uh, local league and uh, you know given the natural talent and uh, affinity for football and all that over there um, in it, it was it it was natural uh, to have a lot of the goan players in but but then again the local league it it helps in uh, you know bringing in uh, so many of the players and uh, you know probably they could, they could field uh, a complete uh, goan 11 as well uh, but again that that's another uh, story so when it comes to um, you know we we have spoken about uh, how we recruit and how we scout players and all that um so going forward how do you how do you see a post covid um, or a post corona football to be like you know uh, recently bundesliga started with uh, with no fans in the stadium and all that and uh, uh, you know th- that's going to be something uh, in the mid term but in the long term when fans do come in and uh, and all that so how do we see football as a game uh, changing due to this particular uh, uh, you know the virus and its impact so what are the changes you are foreseeing with that right uh, neeraj i think i missed out one point which you asked me like uh, do we can we take a players straight from you know the local uh, yeah. tamil nadu tournaments to the senior team i think what i was uh, trying to say is that you know sometimes the gap is so big between those tournaments and the isl and not necessarily in the quality sometimes the gap is in terms of intensity so mm-hmm. that's why it's a little unfair you know for the senior coach you know we have had cases where we have taken the players for trials and sometimes you know when there are not uh, enough senior team players training because of india camp we have taken from the uh, players from the b team and under 18 and the common feedback whether it was john whether it was owen was the same that all these are all these players are talented but they need to play more games they need to get better tactically and even if you see fc goa i think over the last 3 years they've done a great job in youth development and you know bringing players through but if you see only i think savior gama is the only one who has had enough minutes uh, for fc goa in their senior team otherwise you know the likes of lenny and seriton they've all been playing in the i league even brandon i know they're all goan but they they are not necessarily uh, been a case where they've played the goa pro league and they've come into the isl and the same challenges uh, are there whether it's a bfc with the bangalore league or even with atk with the calcutta league i think sumit rati stands out as the one player who has you know played for the b team in 18 and gone on to well for uh, gone on and done well for the senior team so i think it's a challenge overall uh, nationally where because the gap is so big between these competitions and 
the time is so little for the for the uh, foreign coaches to you know get results that uh, it is difficult to have too many players come through the b team to the senior team uh, if you're looking to get results as well i mean you could uh, promote seven eight players from your b team but if you're not in the playoffs i don't think even as fans you would be happy and going back to your question on covid i think it is uh, a big setback for uh, i would say for indian football as well because the numbers really went up in terms of uh, people watching it on tv even in stadium i mean i mean take for example our semi final game against goa i think we had the best crowd in of the season and suddenly even without covid you had to wait 6 months for the next game to be played at the marina arena i think that just discourages the new fans that were made in that game that just stops the momentum that you know as a club we we might have had if there were more competitions that that we would have played uh, domestically and in terms of covid i think it will take some time before things to get normal i mean what we saw with bundesliga is something that is likely to continue all around the world including india in the coming months uh, it will be speculative to say whether that's going to happen in the isl as well throughout the season in the coming season but it can't be ruled out because we still don't know what this virus is all about and where is it going to take us uh, but we as a club we have plans in place uh, for different scenarios even the league has plans in place for different scenarios we're just waiting for a bit more clarity but definitely i would say for at least one more season football will not be the same that it used to be anywhere in the world and we have to get used to it and uh, hopefully find solutions at all levels to get it back to normal and you know regain that momentum that as a club and as a league we were getting in terms of you know crowd and engagement both uh, in stadiums on social media and on television yeah uh, you know thanks for uh, summing it up and uh, you know obviously i think uh, bundesliga is more of um you know germany has uh, done pretty well with uh, tackling the virus and uh, you know that that's why they, their league is up and about with all the modifications and all that but i think from from a, go- a global perspective we can take it as a um, you know trial and uh, you know probably learn from it as well obviously you know fans will feel left out and um, you know will will feel it's not the same and um, you know uh, part of the fanfare is what uh, gives uh, what adds more to the game uh, I, i myself believe that and uh, you know probably all the other uh, folks from uh, you know both the fan clubs in chennai you know uh, they would believe that especially because we didn't have a chance to uh, come watch the game and you know uh, be the 12th man for uh, chennai fc in the final so i think uh, we were one of the first few who were really affected with uh, you know not not playing a part in a, in a football game that we usually do but um, from a from a human sense it it uh, th- that is how it is and uh, i think we have touched upon this one in a, in earlier discussions as well as to uh, how um, everything around the semi final and final felt uh, for us fans and uh, you know it is something that people all around the world should uh, come to terms with and uh, you know accept as a reality but hopefully that 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 changes uh, um you know um you know we we saw a lot, lot about how the playing and all that so th- there was one uh, pretty huge thing um 
as fans and as club that um, you know we felt very very bad about so uh what i'm referring to is uh you know when when we shifted our base uh, during the afc tournament um and uh, you know obviously any 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 fan who is uh, who who has to you know go to a new city to uh, uh you know to become the home home uh, home place where a uh, new ground hosts the team it it becomes it it carries a lot of trouble in its own uh, you know no, not including uh, um all the fans not able to visit and all that so it was a i would say it, it was a very, very uh, dark spot for us as a club so uh, do you think that uh, it could have gone any better and um, you know uh, do you think that we could have we could have handled the situation a little bit better um uh, some of like uh, what happened in uh, some of the other clubs so uh, what, what are your thoughts about that you know uh, i mean definitely like i said when it any decision as a club when we take we always uh, analyze and see where we could have done better and and i'm sure this this decision as well was also one of the most difficult decisions i think uh, the club took i think the other one i can recall was you know when floods happened and we we could not play the first leg semi final uh, in season 2 i think we though that was another occasion which was very difficult and uh for me personally as well not playing afc uh, not watching the team play afc in chennai it was one of the dreams i had as well especially after winning the final in the isl uh, uh against bangalore it was it was a dream that everybody in the club shared but unfortunately it did not happen um, yes you're right it could have been done in a better way but there were certain practical challenges as well which could not have been avoided and you know what is uh very glaring about the whole thing is that if you look back into previous afc cup editions and participation from indian clubs this has been a problem throughout you know there have been other occasions where a pune fc a dempo even a east bengal have played whether a entire group stage or certain games uh outside their own uh, home city so i think it's it's a overall pro- problem that indian football has and has to be solved uh, where infrastructure remains a key area of expense for the clubs uh, where again the involvement and not just talking about state government the involvement of all the authorities has to be a bit more to ensure you know we don't deny uh, the the local people the fans of the city the fans of the club the opportunity to watch their team play in an international competition i mean it is we we are conscious that, that it was a tough decision and it was something our fans and we as a club missed out as well i mean if you ask me it probably affected us as well on the pitch because maybe we could have got those two points against minerva which we didn't get that would have seen us qualify so i'm sure in the future we will handle it in a better way but uh, all the clubs in india except jamshedpur remain at the mercy of the authorities uh from a official point of view because we don't own the stadium we are only renting the stadium and there are always different factors that makes it complicated uh to take decisions like this but hopefully that was the last of its kind and hopefully there will be uh, asian night at the marina arena in the near future
Yeah, man. I think uh, you know all of us are uh, looking forward to um, you know Asian nights at the Marina Arena, and uh, hopefully that happens. Um, you know, pro- probably um, a very absurd uh, question at this point. So, have we as a club ever considered having our own stadium somewhere in the city? And uh, is there a possibility in the near future? And what are the what are the possible challenges that uh, we might face? You know, if we if we go down that road. Right. I think uh, see as a club, definitely it will always be an endeavor. Like I said, to follow all the best practices uh, that is followed in our sport. I mean, uh, like I told you, it took us season four to have a sports scientist. You know, whereas probably should have happened in season one all across the league. Now, now I think every team in the ISL has a sports scientist. Whereas in season four, we were one of the few clubs to have a full-time sports scientist, and we. saw the difference in results so definitely uh, infrastructurally there are a lot of things as a club uh, which we will intend to do in the future but i think the first priority for every club in india including us of the field is to become self sustainable uh, remain at a huge high for everybody in indian football and i think the first priority is to uh, come to a point where the losses are not so big and uh, you know uh, our area of of focus can shift to improving other aspects of the club whether it is infrastructure whether it is uh, coach education uh, every aspect we intend to improve as a club and take a step forward but i think the priority on the field on the field is to get results be successful and off the field is to you know uh, make it more self sustainable for uh, everybody to survive So, uh, when, when are we looking at uh, a stadium, Amoy? So, say five years, ten years, is that possible? I think to give you any timeline would be absurd right now. But yeah, maybe uh, uh, there there could be a podcast in future. The owners uh, they could touch on it a bit more. But I think it's a very absurd to talk about a specific timeline. But uh, definitely over the next four years, we want to become self-sustainable. and once that happens i think more long term plans can be chopped out sure um, you know we we would welcome uh, news about both the stadium and uh, you know we would welcome having the owners on board in this uh, podcast so hopefully they'll listen to this and uh, you know hopefully they'll they'll uh, you know join in with us and uh, you know you know talk to us i think that that would uh, that would be pretty great for us as well um Yeah. So, so moving on, I think uh, Sri Ram had uh, something to add. Uh, yeah, Sri Ram, go ahead. Uh, yeah, my you spoke about you know you spoke about a lot of things in this podcast. You know, it was really uh, a you know knowledgeable session for all the fans, and uh, you know you also talked about you know the club having a vision and also philosophies. And uh, so, say for example, if uh, if I'm uh, if I have to ask a question about where would Chennai be in the near a future like say 2020 uh, 2022 or 2023 and what sort of uh, structure will be formed and how will the transition be happening and what sort of uh, uh, how uh, the contracts will be ne- being negotiated because as of now you know uh, as we, all we see is like you know we uh, as a club you know we have like short term contracts for players like, you know like for one year or two year and uh like uh, as you also spoke you know uh, like the recruitment process is slowly evolving and also you know we are trying to uh, poach in players uh, 
you know with uh, right uh, mentality and also who could adapt uh, very well so uh, like one question will be like you know what, what if if you were to sum up about the vision of nnfc what will be that word and you know how uh, how would you uh, you know brief about it right i think uh, again you know we as a club are part of the whole indian football ecosystem right we can't have visions independent of or or you know can't we have to take into account the practical challenges that indian football as a ecosystem faces uh, when we are making plans when we are making visions and that includes uh, you know contracts as well uh, most of for indian players uh, you know we usually sign them for long term uh, the foreigners are usually not long term because the, the clarity in terms of number of foreigners keeps evolving keep changing from one season to another so that is always a factor why we look at short term contracts but i think you will see more and more long term deals in the coming years all across the league uh, once the football system once the football calendar uh, becomes a bit more structured in india uh, uh, that could take few years uh, to become a reality as a club i mean the vision is pretty straightforward in the sense that you know we want to be when it comes to on the pitch we want to be successful uh when it's when i talk about successful we want to reach the playoffs every year and try and qualify for afc every year uh, hopefully there will be more than one avenue in the future because that's how it is everywhere in the world right there is a cup competition there is a club competition so that you, you always have two opportunity is uh, you know represent or qualify for asia or even pick up a trophy and like i said off the field we want to become sustainable uh we want to give more games to our younger players we want to see more younger players come through uh we want to see more tamil players come through as well but i i touched on this with uh, the super machans as well a few days back that uh you know it's not just uh tamil players is what uh, chennai nfc fans look for they look for players who give everything for the batch who give everything for the club So I'm sure a Thapa and a Jerry are equally lovable as uh, Edwin and a Dhanpal, or even a Mendoza or a Mendy. So that's how you have been as fans. You have taken uh, ownership. You have you have effectively made heroes uh, of people who were not necessarily born in Tamil Nadu or in Chennai. Like uh, for me, I, I come from Calcutta, but finally, or for the last six years, I have a club that I can support in India. So. i think this is what inspires us as a club to have a vision of being successful both on and off the pitch because you fans uh, support us to thick and thin you know uh, there are uh, so many fans all around the world even in india who give up on their team when the results are not happening well but it has never been the case with you and it's not that we take that for granted we we are really grateful to it and we want to keep making you proud in every aspect uh, every day actually it's it's a constant process uh where we want to make you proud all the time uh get the best practices in place and also try to be a benchmark in a few things like i said you one of the your clubs who uh, signed those younger players or signed a sports scientist uh, and if you see all the three coaches we have recruited all all three have gone on to reach the final at least so that shows you that there there is an endeavor to do things right there is lot of room for improvement but the uh, priority remains to make all you fans proud of your football club irrespective of where the player or the employee comes from in terms of domicile uh 
that was uh, so sweet of you my i mean uh, you uh, you might well know about us guys like you know we uh, you know sing chants out of our heart throughout the 90 minutes of supporting our base that that's one thing you can always expect from us and you know you we won't let you down on that front and uh, you know like it's it, it, it is really you know like you know heart i mean warming to see you know uh, players like tapa and jerry uh, getting love from the fans as well and uh, yes as a club we are also evolving and uh, also on a lighter note can we sign uh, can we give tapa a uh, lifetime deal to stay in chennai nfc because you uh, <laughs> want him to play in europe someday maybe thapa himself might have some ambition like that so maybe we will chuck the for life thing and keep it uh, as and when the requirement is <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was just a you know like on a lighter note so you know we will we love him uh, and also like we'll we'll keep supporting every other player you know we'll uh, have every chance and you know we stay throughout the 90 minutes and also like we stay after the 90 minutes you know throughout the post match presentation as well and yes we know we give our 100% for all the players you know we support them it's it's, it's phenomenal and even the players of youth teams are uh, grateful to all of you for the support you guys give them sometimes by attending games or through social media I know that if if uh, we make it more accessible, there will be bigger turnouts for youth games as well, and that is something as well. We I'm sure we we intend to do in the coming future. I think uh, you know that was uh, pretty wholesome. Um, you know, I, uh, we are, we are almost near 90 minutes uh, today, so that's where you know the extra time and all that in a typical football match happens. So. Uh, in our podcast, what I'd like to ask is, you know, some some questions we had are uh, uh, from our, uh, you know, social media and uh, all the other people. They they wanted to, you know, ask something to you. And uh, so so um, I think the first and foremost, the biggest question is uh, announcements, transfers, and all that. And uh, you know, understandably, yes, fans want some news about the club and. Uh, the the other side is that there is corona and everything going on but um wh- what can you uh, you know update us about uh, what's going on with regards to uh, you know uh, players coming in going out and all that and uh, what what exactly we can expect uh, see uh, i have been uh, i have been reading some of the rumors as well and some of the rumors are very very creative i must say and i understand as well uh, why you know some some fans are impatient because it's been a long off season really it's been two months uh since the final but at the same time if you have seen our functioning over the years as well uh, it, it has been uh you know we done very immaculately on that front where we haven't had many leaks and we want to keep it that way we want to announce it when it is the right time when things are ready to be announced and all i can say you know that the uh, uh, ISL title or a AFC qualification is not won and lost in the transfer rumors or even the transfer market uh, it is won on the pitch so you have been patient uh, just be patient for a little longer and i'm sure there will be uh, things that will be announced that will make you happy but more importantly it's what we do on the pitch that will matter i can uh, as a club uh, myself and the management and the coaches can get the most favorite names to the club in terms of signings 
but if they don't perform then it's not good enough so uh, like i think in this podcast uh, while ago it was mentioned you know that when we signed walskis or akrivalaro it was not as overwhelming at as maybe few of the other signings in some other clubs were but when they performed uh, you know the, there was no such complaints and i think that's where i think that we have a certain philosophy where we make stars rather than uh, buy them and i think the likes of rafael augusto crivellaro walski is melson or uh, or even mendoza are great examples of it indian players i can go on a list of you know the thapa jerry or even a francis uh, so just uh, keep supporting and keep having patience uh, we will announce at the right time hopefully the right time is uh, you know pretty uh... sooner rather than later so just to give uh, fans uh, some more you know joy in such uh, gloomy time so i hope uh, you know we we get some some good news uh, from the club and uh, you know we will be patient but uh, we'll we'll also be chirping away at the club you know asking for all this and you know that's what we fans do right um, uh, i i that's uh, understand that that's perfectly fine i think yeah yeah and and uh, you know i think uh, that that's more or less uh, what uh, people you know wanted to talk to as well uh, one more important thing um, you know that uh, was uh, you know spoken was um, you know you see a lot of clubs uh, they uh, they work from chennai right and um, we uh, you know we we work from mumbai and we have a team who works from chennai so is that how um, is there a certain impact uh, uh, you know working like that gives and uh, you know can can we expect a shift to chennai to gauge things better or is there some reason why uh, you know uh, most of the people are working from mumbai out of mumbai and uh, what what sort of uh, you know light can you throw about this i think uh, again uh, you know once uh, the season becomes a bit longer in terms of the football calendar uh, when i say season i say a uh, football calendar where over a 9 10 month period you have enough competitions there will be more and more people i think who will be based out of chennai instead of uh, mumbai or in my case calcutta but having said that if you look back to the first three seasons where we would only assemble during the season now during the off season both uh, myself and lot of people who are based in mumbai we make a lot of trips to chennai during the off season and we have a dedicated team of scouts and youth coaches uh, and even uh, you know the, some of the other employees as well based in chennai who are required to be in chennai whether it's the commercial team in terms of uh, meeting uh, sponsors meeting brands in terms of harsh meeting the media uh, but all our youth coaches are tamil because our 13 15 and 18 are majority uh, from tamil nadu Uh, but otherwise, if you see our senior team and our senior coaches, it's not necessarily that they are from Chennai or in the off season that you know. Uh, because also the fact that you know there are no Chennai league games happening as well. Otherwise, I remember attending Chennai league games uh, in the first few years because that was a good pool of players to follow. Uh, in fact, I was also planning to watch uh, one of the AFC Cup games of Chennai City, uh, but because of COVID, uh, it got postponed. So. i mean it, as of now it is as per uh, requirement uh, especially because you know again the season uh, as a football season still remains shorter and the people who are working from mumbai are actually dealing with the head offices of all those brands in mumbai or sometimes they're traveling to other cities in my case uh, 
i keep traveling to delhi uh, engaging with aiff sometimes to mumbai uh, and you know in calcutta there are a lot of i league and second division and even uh, our youth teams 13 and 15s have played a lot of final round games in calcutta uh, so i personally try and make it a point to do trips where i can watch more games i can meet more people you've seen me travel outside india as well uh, to to enhance the network of myself and the club so i think once we have the situation where it's a 9 10 month football season you will see more and more people based out of chennai throughout the year but right now i think it's more down to requirement and uh, maybe in the covid season it could be even more limited now with the travel because we don't really know what's going to happen on that front uh, but definitely compared if you compare it with the first three seasons it was a 3 4 month season there are lot more employees uh, who are tamil and based out of chennai because it requires the club to and and it suits the club well to have more and more employees based out of chennai that way. um you know the, that makes a lot of uh, sense and uh, you know hopefully we get a longer season we get uh, a lot of you know other supplementary leagues and uh, you know that engages all the other age group teams and our reserve teams as well um you know with this with this point i think uh, we can uh, conclude this this pretty long uh, podcast so uh, thank you amoy for taking a significant chunk of your time uh, probably your dinner time and uh, you know answering all the uh, the questions and engaging with us so it was pretty intriguing and uh, uh, provide provided a lot of insight so you know hopefully after everything uh, gets done with you know we we, we could uh, we'll, we'll meet and uh, you know We, we'll oh, thank you, thank you. 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 Thank and uh, hopefully we'll get the title back uh, next season yeah sure uh, thanks amoy and uh, you know thanks thanks shriram and uh, to the listeners who've been very patient with us throughout all these episodes and uh, uh, you know uh, in today's episode as well uh, thanks a lot your feedbacks are always appreciated and welcome i hope you guys are all uh, staying safe following all the guidelines and all that so we will be back soon in the marina arena with ISL and uh, you know the AFC so uh, we are looking forward to all of that just be patient keep healthy and you know we will soon meet each other until then uh, bye bye from uh, Chennai in football at T this is Neeraj signing off